Welcome. Oh, there we are. Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is... What is it? Oh, they tell me this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? You are now home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please do be drinking responsibly, but you're going to want to drink your way through the trade deadline like Doug and I are. I am Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Call me Clinton Real Life. That is the legendary Doug McCain, DMAC underscore LA. Less than 24 hours till trade deadline. Not much is going on. We got some Verlander. How you feeling, Doug, Doug Mac? Mr. Clips, I'm a little bit of a nervous wreck right now. The fate of the Dodgers season is going to be decided in less than 24 hours. Hate to be dramatic, but hey, if you want the trophy, you've got to trade. The Dodgers like need says. to go out there, like he always make says. a big oh, trade. Whoa, whoa. They don't get a starter in the next 20, less than 24 hours this season. I think it's uh, not going to be a great result. Yeah, the the rotation, um, if we're borrowing from the fine words of esteemed uh, uh, journalists like Walter Cronkite, this this rotation is booty, and they need some help. 6.18 ERA in the month of July. But we'll talk more about that a little bit. We are going to talk about Justin Verlander rumors. we got to talk about Dylan Cease. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, throw your gloves on the ground if you're nasty. whole bunch of stuff like that. Have the Dodgers done enough? Is the trade deadline over for this team? I don't think so. And, and we got to button up the final little bits of uh, Nolan Arenado gate, I guess we'll call it. So, guys, uh, pull up a chair, as Vin used to say. Listen, uh, to join the comments. The, the legendary also producer man, DJ producer Cody, will be over there looking for some comments. Yo. As always, Noah's looking for super chats in the background, enjoying himself a nice little string cheese. And um, before we jump into it, I want to remind you to download the Dodgers Nation app. Because if you want to keep up with all that sweet, sweet Dodgers news... You can put it in the app. You know, you just do that. You got the schedule there. You got uh, you got uh, all of our news. You got all the videos. So uh, if you want to subscribe there, you can. I guess it'll be popping into your into your phone hole. But we are uh, we are on the i the Apple iPhone store thing, iOS. That's what they call it on the Android. All those spots where your stuff is available for free. It's another free app. You can do that and uh, help us out, and uh, you can buy stuff on the store there. But let's get into some Dodger talk. Hey, that's what we're here for. Latest. Justin Verlander, Doug, walk me through the latest on the Verlander saga with Los Mets. So you've had a lot developing over the weekend. So I think really the big domino was the trade of Max Scherzer. So Max Scherzer headed to the Rangers. He waves his no trade clause. And that really was the indication that the Mets, they're trying to rebuild to an extent. Now, how badly are they going to do that? Is it a, a down to the studs rebuild? Well, I think the interesting development there was the fact that Stephen Cohen was willing to pay down some of that salary to get an elite prospect. Of course, Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother, he goes back to the Mets. And the big question is, would Verlander accept a trade? Because only a few days Days ago, he said that he signed with the Mets. He wants to win a championship with the Mets, and he did not sign a one-year deal. Yesterday, he changed his tune. Yesterday, he said that yeah. he had a conversation, paraphrasing here, but they had a conversation with the organization, and if they're going to go in a different route, that he'd be willing to waive that no-trade clause. And then earlier this morning, Alden Gonzalez of ESPN, he reported that there's unlikely, there's, it's going to be unlikely that a deal goes down between the Dodgers and the Mets, given the complicating factors of Verlander's 2025 vesting option 
option, yeah. which would convert that player <laughs> option if he pitches at least 140 innings in 2024 to 35 million in that final season. So pretty much we have to start right there. Is is this a money issue for the Dodgers? Because we know what they've been angling towards. They definitely want to pursue Shohei Otani. He is yeah. the big white whale. They want to pursue that. They put themselves in a great position. We look at the contracts they signed the offseason. Lots of one-year deals. They maintain that flexibility. But let's not forget the Dodgers did offer Justin Verlander a two-year, $80 million deal, even though they knew that they were going to go after Shohei Otani this year. Yeah. So it still, to me, says that, look, yeah, you still have Verlander. You're going to owe almost $80 million. And the best-case scenario is he does pitch 140 innings. Right? I mean, look yeah. at right now, the top innings pitcher right now is Clayton Kershaw at 95 innings and he he's been pitched injured, in a month right so <laughs> I would take 140 innings from Justin Verlander yeah. if that means giving you 35 million dollars in your age 42 season but to me right now kind of we got to start right there is it the money do the Dodgers need Cohen to pay down some of that money do they want certain prospects is it a Bobby Miller or bust situation because in my opinion yeah I wouldn't include Bobby Miller in that deal even if Stephen Cohen was going to pay the entire 80 million okay yeah this is the first time the Dodgers have had another team that's playing in the same playground as as they usually do they can go out there they can go get any of the guys they want and take on that salary or take on another player uh to to pull some of that salary uh give that other team some salary relief because usually they're trying to do that so they can move on looking at the offseason look at the rebuild however we just saw stevie cohen threw some money at the rangers to get the best prospect and the second now second best prospect yep. in their organization and Ronald Acuna's brother as he's known uh, uh, professionally so he's willing to do that he's if he throws in 40 million dollars is that worth Bobby Miller because we've seen a lot more Bobby Miller talk over the last 48 hours something I was preaching uh, very loudly on Thursday, I don't think you could trade Bobby Miller because as of right now, he is one of your guys starting for this team in the postseason. Let's let's talk about that. I know I'm probably jumping the shark a little bit here or moving ahead a little bit on, on the Verlander talk, but what what is how does that trade come together? How does Verlander... Yeah, we know the Dodgers have some issues, and we want to get some comments on it as well. We, we know they have some issues with the... There is some... Uh, what do we, I guess financial burden that comes along with pulling somebody like Justin Verlander. What, what does it take to offset that burden? Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. It's really a battle of two financial heavyweights. They both have the financial muscle, but what is Stephen Cohen after? Is it about the money, or does he want a Bobby Miller? Is there a prospect in another organization that could be involved yeah. with Justin Verlander that is willing to part ways <laughs> with their top prospect, their version of Bobby Miller or Diego Cartaya, if it means that he's paying down that salary? Now, as far as would I include Bobby Miller for Justin Verlander, I would say no. I would probably try to go with Sheehan, Stone, Pepio, Nack, Hurt, Frasso, any of those guys. But look, this is a Mets organization that, yeah, they definitely want elite talent but yeah. still if for them where their farm system is at right now which is at towards the bottom of the league they need bodies they need warm bodies they, they need really some do. opportunities right they need those lottery tickets they can't be bet choosers in this situation as far as where bobby miller stands and they need young controllable talent because you can't operate at 350 million dollar payroll for the rest of eternity cody what are people saying over there on the internet i know we got i know we got some reasons to dance it sounds like i've got seen a few before we get into those, Justin <laughs> Lama said, no Verlander, no World Series. Pretty That's interesting That's a really right good there. point. I actually kind of like that point. Grizzly Oso says, if we get Verlander, D-Mac and Clint should do a shoey. <laughs> and then Andrew Wall said, Lustin Lurlander. So I don't think he's a big fan of uh, Justin Verlander coming to the Dodgers. And uh, Carlos Rivera said, the Dodgers are going to get two, are going, 
are going to get two two pitchers before the trade deadline. So I guess he's they already got one. They already Joe Kelly. But I think when it comes to Bobby Miller and you compare his numbers to Justin Verlander, you look at his expected numbers, you look at his FIB, they're all relatively <coughs> similar. But the reality with Justin Verlander is he was dealing with an injury early on this season. He came out of the gate slow. The walk numbers were up. The strikeout numbers were down. But over the last two months of the season, he's been, insane. He's been one of the best pitchers yeah. in the game. He also is a pitcher that has pitched on that big stage. He knows what it's like to pitch in a big game for a big market. He has that. Now, I think Bobby Miller it can grow into that. I think absolutely, if you look at the rotation right now, there's no doubt about that Bobby Miller, he would project as one of your top four starters. Yeah. But it's not a Bobby Miller conversation. I think right now, the most important thing is, what <clears throat> is Stephen Cohen and the Mets after? Are they willing to go down to more of a rebuild and say, wait, we want to part ways with Verlander? Or is it a mutual agreement saying, yeah, we can't expect to win in 2024. 2025, can we get back to being contenders? I think there's a world where that is possible considering their spending power. Yeah, I mean, trading Verlander does not preclude them from being all in on 24 because guess who's going to be a free agent? Shohei Otani. Guess who's going to be a free agent? Julio Urias, if you really want to go that route. They, there are some really good names out there. Lucas Giolito. They could very easily... Trade this one dude now, build up some prospect capital, build up some younger, controllable talent in the rotation. If it is a Bobby Miller, if it is maybe a Gavin Stone, you have these guys that you're not going to be paying $40 million a year for, and you're bringing in a couple of other dudes. We're going to Cody. Oh! Do the dance. <laughs> Do the dance. Look at that. The Dodgers lose two games, and all of a sudden, he doesn't know the dance. Yeah, win again. Maybe you don't have a 618 ERA for Whoa. the worst Dodgers franchise history. Okay, then we'll start dancing. Randy again. Hoffman for 10 dollars said, Thank talk, you, Randy. talk that is all the Dodgers are going to do. They don't want to go over the tax. And then shout out to our guy. over the tax. Shout out to our guy, Randy Hoffman, again for another $10. Said, you would have to do a lot more to beat the Braves. So that's another worry. And then Jay for 199 has said Bush and Sheehan for Verlander, who says no. Bush needs to be traded. Bush is on fire, and he has no reason. Yeah, that's you know, a- <laughs> I, I want to talk about Bush just real quickly. Thank you guys for the super chats. And like I always say, it means, uh, it means the world to us. Uh, it's, it's absurd that Michael Bush is still at AAA uh, and Miguel Rojas is playing Major League Baseball. Granted, very different defensive uh, profiles and all of that, but you have a Major League hitter and you have Miguel Rojas. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, Michael Bush is a guy that he deserves his opportunity. In most teams around Major League Baseball, he would probably already have played for multiple seasons. But that is the issue I have with this organization is that they're letting some of their prospects rot. They're letting some of their prospects yeah. lose value. And really, that, I think, is the word right now. There's a lot of really good prospects, but you talk about Acuna's brother, right? He's a young prospect, right? You yeah, talk yeah. about this Dodgers organization. A lot of guys, 24, 25 years yeah, old, exactly. closer to 30 than they are to 20. At some point, you got to trade some of these guys in. I do kind of laugh at the idea that, oh, Bobby Miller is untouchable. The ex-prospect is untouchable. No, prospects are prospects for a reason, right? They, The odds of them working out are unlikely. I mean, if you're drafting the first two rounds, there's a 50% chance that you'll make your major league debut. Right. If you're drafted in the draft at all, just that you're going to make a big league debut is 70 percent chance that you won't. Okay, that's just reality. The definition of a prospect is the possibility or likelihood of some future event occurring. That is not a guarantee. If Bobby Miller needs to be traded for a Dylan Cease, then Bobby Miller needs to be traded for a Dylan Cease. Okay, like let's be honest. Love Bobby Miller. I think there's a chance that he's a 
frontline starter? Is he a number one on a World Series winning contending team? Is he a Walker Bueller? I don't put him in that tier. No, and not, the numbers don't yeah. put him in that tier. The movement on his fastball doesn't put him in that tier. I think his, the stuff <laughs> is really electric, but I think there's this prospect hugging that happens with people because they don't know the players on other teams. They know their prospects. It's the comfort it's food, fair. right? They like that. But I just think Justin Verlander is a move that this Dodgers team, they have to find a way to get it done. If you have to pay most of the salary, if you have to part ways and overpay, guess what? You're going to overpay. That's just the nature of it with more teams involved in the postseason, with the market as it is. Like I said, lots of hungry teams out there, not a lot of food on the table, right? Yeah. Justin Verlander is the big piece of chicken on the table right now, and I think they need to bring him to the Dodgers. And I see people out there saying, oh, it's Justin Verlander, the 2017 Trastros. The Dodgers have already told you they don't care about that. They, they, they signed Jake they Marisnik. They signed Jake Marisnik. They very who, much Exactly. It, yeah. And Marisnik was a hitter. He actually benefited from the bank. Justin Verlander was traded midseason. Oh, and on top of that, if the Dodgers had traded for Justin Verlander like they should have instead of you, Darvish, they would have probably won the World Series that year. Ooh. Let's Let just be know. honest. Oh, and we're look, going back here now. And let's just be honest. I mean, look, look, this is the thing, though. This team, like I'm saying, Verlander is the move. I think Cease would cost a lot, but I'm telling you, Ver how do you feel about that? I mean, just the idea of Justin Verlander and Dodger Blue as far as what happened in I 2017. I like championships. I like winning. I, I agree. I subscribe to the Doug uh, uh, think tank of you need to win. You need to go all in in Mookie Betts prime in Freddie Freeman's prime. These are This is a really good team. You know, they're talking about it. I like some of the stuff Dave has talked about in the last couple of days. Um, you know, there there's, there's an energy. There's something different about this team. And, you know, they've done a lot to kind of shake it up change it up with the with the four players they brought in the last uh, uh week or so but it's it's a different feeling team you didn't feel this kind of like fun and camaraderie with the 111 win team it's built different and that kind of different plays up in the postseason and that's something this team has been desperately lacking something i talked about after they got they asked handed to them by the Padres last year in the postseason. Something needs to change. It can't be the same guys over there, the same vanilla Justin Turner's running out there year after year. It needs to be something different. And they did that. They they went out of their way to build a different team and it it's worked. Now you need to complement it. You you spent the first four months to learn. Miguel Vargas wasn't gonna work out. Gavin Stone, not his year. Everybody else. Uh, decided to be bad at their job pitching this year. Yeah. You need to find a way to, to supplement uh, and fix that. And we would assume Julio is going to figure it out. He's going to get on track. You're less certain about uh, Tony Gonsolin figuring it out, but maybe he's involved in that trade as well to, uh, oh. to, to, the, uh, to the Mets for uh, Mr. Justin Verlander. I want to get some more thoughts that. from Cody and the from the audience. Oh, we got super thoughts. Tomorrow when we're live, Noah, you got to just run behind us and be the hype man. Just all in. <laughs> oh, what are these myself. days? Trevor Ellis for 497. Coming at you live from Redondo Beach, Thank California, you. telling you to bet one run against the Dodgers in the first. Starting pitching is booty. Yeah. And then shout out to our guy Massimo Buffon for $5. Says, will the Dodgers, I'm assuming he says, go after Jack Flaherty or uh, Dylan Cease if the Dodgers can't make a deal for JV what are the Dodgers backup plans and who would you trade and also Bob Nightingale just said oh, Bob uh, Bob Nightingale just reported that the Mets are engaged in trade discussions with the Dodgers about Astros Cy Young winner <laughs> no Dodgers and Astros sorry Dodgers and Astros about Cy Young winner Justin Berlin hey reading is hard okay don't don't fault Cody right he's over here putting together 
a magnificent show. One day, people will be able to see our faces again. And then also... <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? You got another one? Massimo... There it is. Massimo Buffon okay. also said, D-Mac are the Dodgers done making moves. What is the next for them, and who are you willing to give up? This guy's getting ahead in the script a little bit first. Yeah, what do you I mean, want to address I, first? I think we should start right there with Bob Nightingale, who, friend of ours, we hung out with him at the winter meetings. Partied meetings. all night long. It's Love called Bob. Love me some Bob Nightingale. Way taller than you realize. I mean, he's kind of a big dude, but Bob yeah. Nightingale is the man. <laughs> of the show. Going on, what he's saying, I mean, first, the Astros. The Astros, they def- definitely did not want to pay him what he wanted there, and they were unwilling to give up the... They, they pretty much need the Mets to take on a lot of that salary, I think, for them to greenlight that deal. It does feel like to me that the Dodgers, they're angling for this because, one... They've liked him for a while, okay? If you liked a player in the past, you're going to like him again. Look at Lance Lynn. The Dodgers liked Lance Lynn in 2020. They traded for him in 2023. When you have a crush on a girl, you kind of always have a thing for her. That's not going to change, right? They still like Justin Verlander. They liked him enough to, coming off that Cy Young season, coming off that year. Yeah, they did not offer him chump change. $80 million is a lot of money. That's a big stack right there. And the only difference here, everyone says... It's Doug money. I said Doug money, for sure. It's buddy money right there. No, look, I mean... Everyone says, okay, will this preclude them for Shohei Otani? Don't say anything about Shohei Otani. It's about the 2023 Dodgers. They could sign Shohei Otani for $750 trillion, billion, million, I'm trying to do the Joe Biden thing, $750 billion, trillion. Uh, So they could sign for all that money, could hate, blow out his arm I in the first I hate it when play. they bring politics okay. into sports. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Keep it out. Okay, I agree. But <laughs> you got to focus on this season, as we were talking about. You have to take advantage of this current nucleus, these guys in their primes, and I think that's the most important thing. And I think, too, with Justin Verlander, Hollywood loves a good redemption arc, and I would love to see that redemption arc, and of course we know what happened in 2017, and who knows, maybe Justin Verlander can't sleep at night. Maybe it's the meme where (laughs) the girl is looking over at her husband, and he's sleeping, and she's saying, oh, maybe he's thinking of other women. Maybe he's thinking of the Dodgers and how much that eats at him, and he wants to try to help this team win a World Series. And The thing is, Kate Upton's right there in bed. He can sleep at night. He's good. Hey, look, my dad says, you always get tired now, but I mean, (laughs) doesn't matter who it is, but look, I mean, look, the reality here, though, is with Justin Verlander for that one. The Holly, the look Hollywood. I mean, look at look at Cobra Kai. Look at the Karate Kid. Look at <coughs> what happened with Johnny Lawrence. I remember uh, that scene when uh, Daniel defeated Johnny and they showed the good sportsmanship and Johnny handed him the trophy. <laughs> look at Star Wars, the Darth Vader. What happened? Of course, he kills Emperor Palpatine, sacrifices himself. Hollywood loves a good redemption arc, and I think Justin Verlander putting on that Dodgers uniform. Finishing his career with a World Series in L.A., that means you would have the three best pitchers of the generation would have Ben Dodgers. That means that Scherzer, Kershaw, and Verlander will all go into the Hall of Fame as Dodgers, which would be great. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But honestly, on a serious note, though, I will say, though, this. Some of these other guys are available. Some of these other pitchers, we'll talk about Rodriguez, Flaherty, we'll talk about Cease. Those guys are on the younger side, right? And we know that Mark Pryor's pitching lab, the Dodgers pitching and development, they're the best in the game, but I think you want a plug-and-play guy that's been there that you don't need, need to. And yeah. yeah, they tell you, like, big leaguers, pitchers, you have to be your own best pitching coach. You have to be your own best hitting coach. Verlander, he knows exactly what he's doing. And also, too, if you look at his peripherals, his velocity, his pitch mix, it's essentially identical to what it was during his Cy Young winning years, identical to what it was in 2022. So I still think that you're still getting a premier pitcher, and really, you're getting a guy that you can trust in a big spot. I know it's a lot to take on a 2017 Trastro, but if the organization is okay with it, I think so could you. Let's win this parade. To me, he's a hired gun, and that's yeah. all that matters. Winning fixes everything, and uh, winning is fun. We want to win again. They won in 2020. Let's talk Dylan Cease. That's the other name. You talked about him a little bit. We had a super chat about uh, Dylan Cease. Of course, the White Sox are listening. They've already traded a bunch of players. Uh, we know our friend 
Trace Hayward Gallo, whatever season he wants to be this week. Very much would love to throw T.A. in that. I don't see that one happening after a Rosario and, and uh, Kike Hernandez additions, but... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. If it's not JV, is it going to be DC? That's where I'm going. Uh, we don't got time to explain things. We're going with letters. Is it going to be Dylan Cease? Do you see that move happening? I mean, look, if we don't get Dylan Cease, I want Dylan Cease to exist or anything like that. But I will say that between him, Justin Verlander, there's not any true aces out there. When you look at his pure stuff, Talent-wise, this guy is an ace. I know his numbers are down a little bit this season. Got off to a rocky start. Yeah. But since the beginning of June, a 334 ERA, a 266 fifth, that's 30. Striking out 31.5% of the batters that he's facing. But the difference between Cease and Verlander is Cease has two more years of team control. He's still in his arbitration years. Exactly. And that's you talk money. about the prospect capital that it would be required to pull off a deal. We're talking about gutting a big chunk of the top of that Dodgers farm system. You're talking about multiple top prospects, Diego Cartaya, maybe a Bobby Miller for Dylan Cease. That's realistic. And to say, if you're out there saying you wouldn't trade Bobby Miller for Dylan Cease, I guarantee this organization would trade Bobby Miller for Dylan Cease. I mean, Dylan yeah. Cease is a premier ace-level pitcher. This guy is a premium pitcher in this game, and I think you look at what he does in the postseason to be absolutely explosive. You know, touching on that, I want to take a step back a little bit because I've seen on the uh, the internet machine in the last couple of days or through the trades, uh, particularly the Lynn and Kelly additions, some people look at that are looking at that as an overpay when I don't see any of these moves as at all of an overpay for the Dodgers. They they got rid of they lost one top 15 prospect in in the deal or any of these deals like I think that's what it was Andrew Friedman uh he turned on he turned off or whatever yeah he turned off fair trades over the last week <laughs> what he was able to do to to find a way to to improve the roster on on the fringes or as they keep saying raise the floor of the team Kike much better than Yanni when it comes to the Hernandez brothers there um Ahmed Rosario could very well be much better than Miguel Vargas or uh, Rojas if he gets an opportunity. Vargas for sure because Vargas couldn't figure it out as a big leaguer this year. You were never, we were never they were never going to see. They were never going to run with uh, uh, who's the homeboy that got traded in the Lynn deal. You, you were never going to yeah. see him in L.A. That was never going to be a thing. Yeah. Lance Lynn has a chance of being something. Joe Kelly, we know he's been something here before and he's won the title. Uh, so I guess this is this is the opportunity to say thank you, uh, Andrew Freeman, for being very good at your job and Brandon Gomes, whatever, if we want to be proper. They, uh, th this is kind of, uh, kind of a steal, yeah. all of these deals. No, I gave that a big A as far as the, the Lynn and Kelly deal. I think that people ran it with the fact that they're negative war players. They're negative war players. No, let's count the war when they arrive. Let's count the war from now until the end of the season. Yep. I thought Joe Kelly had some very interesting comments. That I hope Joe Kelly, by the way, buys in and out for Dodgers Nation. That'd be kind of cool, right? I would love that. But I thought Joe Kelly made some very interesting Call. comments talking about his ERA versus FIP, talking about the adrenaline. He admitted that pitching with the adrenaline in front of <laughs> 56,000 strong at Dodger Stadium, how big of an impact that was. And I, you guys know, I was pushing for a Joe Kelly trade for weeks now. What I say, this is the nastiest that he's ever been. 
He, this is the nastiest he's ever been. Also said I would love to have uh, Lance Lynn in Dodger Blue. And the reason why, this guy eats innings. Yeah. This guy has stuff that's above average <laughs> from a strikeout perspective, a whip perspective. For him, the key is just keeping it in the yard. Can he avoid giving up home runs? But he's another guy that has top gotta, talent that the pause. Dodgers... I got to pause here to say that Noah's over here giving you a look. Because <laughs> he's, really, he's really enjoying calling you. I've been saying for weeks. I've been saying. Oh, that's not... Oh, is there, oh, there's something special. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to ruin the Doug riff. Hey, dude, I love it. What do we got? We got unmute. No, sorry. We got a big super chat. We have so many super chats to go through, but we have the biggest one right here. MH Dodger for life. $199.99. Oh, Cheers from okay. Glendale <laughs> Macari. <laughs> Shout out to the best Dodgers media team. Thanks for keeping us updated. Spoken like a tr a Dodger legend needed a pitcher trade. That is going directly to the Guggenheim group. Send that to Friedman. Put that towards the <laughs> okay. Berlander. Mh, Carnage thank you so price. much. That's that's insane. Somebody that's send him some money insane. back. That's too much. We also got to go through the rest of the. We have Massimo uh, Buffon for two dollars. Can JV pitch 140 innings next year if LA gets him? If you want to answer that super quickly. I mean, I will say that, can he? Absolutely. I mean, look stay at, healthy. He's, this is the thing. He's post-Tommy John surgery. And that, to me, let's say he was dealing with arm issues and didn't undergo surgery. He was taking PRP shots and just trying to, just like I said, pitching with the check engine light on. No, he has gone to the shop. He has definitely got a completely new transmission, a new engine, right? And he's back out there. So I definitely feel like he could. And if he does, it's a good problem to have. Imagine a Dodgers pitcher throwing 140 <laughs> innings. I mean, <laughs> at this in this economy, exactly. Right? I know, I mean, right? I would take hey, listen, that all day, every day. My good friend Doug McCain likes to say there are two types of pitchers: those that have undergone Tommy John surgery and those that are going to <laughs> undergo Tommy, Tommy John, John surgery. surgery. So, so if you want the dub, you got to get Tommy John. Cody, keep running. Uh, Angel Villalobos says, "What do you guys think will be the Dodgers' uh, uh, record at the end of the regular season, and how far will they make it in the playoffs?" I don't remember what I said. Um, beginning of the preseason i think i said 93 maybe or maybe i said 88 i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna put uh i'm gonna set it at 94 and a half and i'm gonna take the under that is that's a cop out as hell but real I don't quick know. doug we got a few more to go through yeah i'm sticking with my original prediction from the beginning of the season i said 97 and 65 they're under that pace right now so they got to pick it up so hope you make some trades you can pick up that pace and get that 97 wins but i'm sticking with 97 why Dod that and dodgers get to the world series and the dodgers saying it. it's you're gonna have the the uh the dramatic conclusion of the three-part series between the Braves and the Dodgers in the NLCS. We need that trilogy. I love that. Yeah, the Braves and the Dodgers have the top <laughs> two odds and fan graphs they got. The Braves are like 25%, Dodgers at 10%. <laughs> this guy bringing his facts to the fight. We need to see that. We need Cody. to see Braves... Dodgers. Give me more. And then shout out to our friend, Bob Nightingale. Bob Nightingale. Bob Nightingale. <laughs> All this Star Wars talk is getting me hot and bothered. Speaking of which, <laughs> let's Sith and make up and get Verlander now. I like it. Well, you got to order 66, like, the farm system, though. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, let's. <laughs> and then uh, Brent Robach says, <laughs> where did we go wrong Drake with Julio? You think he will leave? <laughs> Seems like a perfect Dodger. He may be in his head thinking about next year. <laughs> Sorry, I was where distracted. Did we, where did we go wrong with Julio? And do you Yeah, think I, I think at this point he's in his head. It, maybe it didn't start that way, but he's definitely in his own in ho in his own head now. Maybe not so much because of the contract. I think it's because he's annoyed that he's been also booty this year. 
Yeah, I mean, he's been grinding, like you said. He just hasn't been the same Julio Arias. The command hasn't been there. The changeup is getting beat up badly. He definitely needs to absolutely find what's wrong with some of these pitches. But I think for him, it's just about... I mean, I think for him, he's adjusting to the pitch clock, getting the stamina at 100%. But really, if you look at his last start, gave up three runs in six innings. He's been grinding. I have confidence that Julio, he'll find a way to just figure it out when they need him to. At the very least, I think you're going to get a solid start. I mean, that's the thing that I don't think anyone's bringing up is that Clayton Kershaw and Julio Arias, they were having great years last year, right? First two games, the NLDS, they didn't pitch great. They didn't go deep into no. games. I thought Julio no. could have gotten deeper, but still, that's something to consider as well. And then I have... <laughs> I have two more. Hold we on. have I. Oh, sorry. Let's say just a quick pause though, because I want to go back in in appreciation of MH and his insane donation. I got to make that the Hornitos Hornito. shot taker true. today. Very true. Guys, Very true. Drink fresh, drink Hornitos, just like Doug and I. Very true. Wake Shout up out. in the morning, put it in your breakfast cereal. DN Hall of Famer. D, uh, Responsibly. MH. Yeah. I am Donovan73 for $10. Said, the most important thing that needs to be done is fire Dave Roberts. <laughs> we haven't gotten that hey, in a while. <laughs> that's another one. We haven't got to fire Dave Roberts. Wow. Should Bush to third and the fat guy to second. That's not nice. I'm oh, Donovan. Muncie. Yeah. I can't. I'm talking about me. I can't really play second. Yeah. But and then. Uh, got an ankle thing. First base, though. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, I, I won't bail out Gary on the throw. I'll give you the Hanley Ramirez throw. I'll give you the Hanley Ramirez throw, remember? Yeah, yeah. Was good there. time. It was a good time. Yeah. And then shout out to Hulk <laughs> Smasher Mom says Machipa is a huge fan and his name is Drew P. I don't know. Droopy? Drew Drew P. Drew I don't P. know if that was like a. I I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say the rest of it, but his grandpa's name is Drew P. And his grandpa's a, a big fan. So shout out to you, Hulk What's Smasher up, Mom. Grandpa, Droopy? appreciate you appreciate rocking you. with us. Appreciate you rocking with yeah. us. And we are now back to the regular scheduled programming. Agreed. I guess I don't know. I don't know how to transition away from that. So I, we've talked, Cease. You were you were riffing on Joe Kelly. I don't know if you want to button those thoughts up or if you want to move on to some of the other guys because they're they're gonna get somebody unless they don't. They're gonna get somebody. They need to get somebody. Another name. Yeah. There's a few other names. Uh, what do you want to do right now? You want to move on and talk Flaherty? Yeah. Do whatever you want. I mean, Flaherty. That was also I think a Eduardo Rodriguez is another name that. They've been met linked with most yeah. in the last 48 hours. So Eduardo Rodriguez, we talked about him in the show a few different times. I think we need to know about Eduardo Rodriguez is the contract situation. It's, it's the, complicated. Yeah, you look at he's slamming his glove slamming down. His glove. Hopefully it'll be a different story if they get him in Dodger Blue. But really, for him as a pitcher, not having a great month of 566 ERA, but he's definitely other than sounds, Justin Verlander. Sounds like a Dodger trade then. Sounds like a Dodger <laughs> trade. Yeah, look, I mean. Can we get him at the lowest point? Go make it happen. Is low. I mean, look, the ERA on the year, 295, 88 in the thirds innings. He's someone that's not a big velo guy, not a big fastball guy, but still use that cutter, really his best pitch to change up the sinker, induces soft contact, misses barrels, above average when it comes to strikeout rate. But like I said, the big kicker with him is he's playing this season on a $14 million contract, and he can opt out of the final three years of his deal at $49 million. But let's say... They trade for him. Something goes wrong. He struggles. He gets injured. Then he doesn't have to do that. So the Dodgers would be on the hook for multiple seasons. That doesn't feel like a very Dodgers move to me. No. Cease, they might consider it. That's but we're talking uh, about someone that it's a little less as far as the margin for error. It's just I don't know. Yeah, that's way too much uncertainty for this team, for yeah. sure. I, I don't see that happening. I know there's been, I know like LA Times have mentioned uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. I think um, uh, the athletic as well as like if it's not, if it's not JV, it's gonna be Rodriguez, and I just I would I would rather 
stick with what we got and figure it out than Eduardo Rodriguez. Or go with a Michael Lorenzen, his teammate, right, who's on yeah. an expiring deal, who's made the all-star team this season. He's, got He's a an above-average pitcher. Got a nice kick game for sure. So, yeah, that's something to consider. But I do think that if at this point, since you already got Lance Lynn, he's the guy that really is the upside one, the one that you're basically taking when he's at its lowest value, right? That was the dollar menu one that you're hoping that <laughs> ends up as a Michelin chef meal, right? You wanted to get that out of him. But I also think for Lance Lynn, if he does work out, you look at this rotation, if Kershaw comes back, stays healthy, if Arias returns to form and he stays healthy you're gonna have to look at who are the best four or five guys towards the end of the season so when you bring in a rodriguez if he's gonna be he's i think he's gonna pitch well if they trade it for him he's definitely a probably a top 20 pitcher in this game but i think that at this point you're so close like i said you're in the red zone you at the five yard line you got a punch in the end zone with one of these guys who you pretty much can guarantee is your game one or two starter if it's not a game yeah. one or two starter i'm looking at this current rotation saying are they better than Kershaw are they better than Urias are they better than Miller and I think the answer for a lot of guys is no like Flaherty to me is a no to to the credit of the recent success of this team um let's go back to 17 who was that number four guy who kind of shoved it was Alex Wood who was that sort of odd man out that proved to be extremely important in 2020 that was Julio Urias they always have kind of that guy who not gonna be your one two or three maybe a four but that's that's proven to be successful so if you're you are going to do that or they've proven to be successful with having that sort of kind of outside looking in guy um this is a guy who does have playoff experience you know he was he was cruising up until that Puig home run uh was Rodriguez and you know he eventually turned it around from there and he is a world series champion that does mean something is it the best move no but uh yeah I'll I'll do the Michelada half full take of it uh, in honor of Doug McCain here. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you're absolutely correct on that. For sure. He was, he was as excited. He was like, oh, my God, he watches my show. Yeah, no, I mean, I was <laughs> definitely overjoyed by that. But, no, 100%, I agree with you on that standpoint. I do think, though, we kind of starting to read the tea leaves in that this is a little bit of a different deadline for the Dodgers and that they are going to cash in on some of these prospects because they want guys under team control for multiple years. Yeah. So maybe this is a different story for Andrew Friedman in this front office because the nature of the deadline is different with the additional postseason teams mm -hmm. with the extra wild card team and they're saying hey maybe we do go to get a Mitch Keller maybe we do get a Rodriguez guys that next year if Julio doesn't come back if Kershaw doesn't come back if we don't sign Shohei Otani that they're trying to fill out those rotation not just this year but for the future and take on additional salary so look the reality is they need pitching desperately they're absolutely 100% desperate for pitching they're out there like hey you got any pitching got any pitching they need pitching they have virtually no leverage in a seller's market you're gonna have to part ways with these prospects you can't take them with you and if they don't do it it's gonna be tough sledding someone earlier in the comments mentioned the Braves this Braves team they are heavy favorites in the National League the yeah. Braves have also been linked with Eduardo Rodriguez so can you imagine if they get Rodriguez the Dodgers don't get Verlander this rotation it's gonna be an uphill climb and there's gonna be a very small chance that I think they advance deep in the postseason unless they get another arm yeah, they need, and I think I said that last week, you know, you you need to look at this Brave team and you need to build a team that can beat that team. I think I feel better about the Dodgers beating any team in the AL. They potentially meet in the World Series. We don't know what you know other teams might do between now and the deadline tomorrow. But when you look at that Braves team, you know, these are t two teams that know each other extremely well and they have some bodies there that uh, that can do some damage against this team. So 
we need to now move on and ask the next question. Are the Dodgers done? Uh, and before I do that, I'm going to tell you quickly, guys, go visit gearup.la so you can swag out before the postseason run. They have all the latest, greatest, latest and greatest in your Dodgers and Lakers merch and swag, all that kind of fun and cool, exciting stuff. So, Cody, let them know. Uh, almost. Let them know. And visit GarrettLay.com. Click on the link in the description. (laughs) I love that. I didn't know we were still. That's (laughs) that's all me. That's all me. I was was doing your read, bud. Plus, I'm also just excited about GearUp.LA. GearUp.LA. It's the best. Like, as Doug would say, it's the best shirt game. Yeah, yeah, shirt game. Best in the game. Yeah, yeah. best in the game. Oh, Angel, Angel Villalobos said. Better than Essentials. Uh, for four ninety nine. Facts. Shout out to Noel for that. Uh, JV could help out the young pitchers on the Dodgers roster. And you guys Facts. were just talking about Eduardo. Warming uh, up to Rodriguez. the idea. I like it. Anderson Androl. Androville? $5 said, do you think Erod, uh, do you think adding Erod to our uh, additions would be enough to bolster the roster and make us a legitimate contender? I guess he just. I would I, say it helps them survive the regular season a lot better i would rank it when you look at the totality of who's available i still have cease number one cease is number one for me then verlander then rodriguez cease is an absolute beast can help you this year and for a couple more seasons i think that's the thing with you and cease is that it does come with more help next year which looking at the roster this team is going to need you don't know where julio is going to be you don't know where kershaw is going to be you need some uh, veteran controllable players in that rotation. Yeah, and also somebody better than Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, and also too. I mean, the likelihood that he pitches 140 or more innings, it definitely could happen. But still, I mean, 35 million dollars for a pitcher that has proven that you wouldn't feel terrible about that. Well, you got sure. something for me? I still got more, baby. Oh, let's, let's go. go. Swollen <laughs> sausage for one night. And I said I wouldn't trade Miller or Sheehan for Verlander. And then this kind of gets into what you guys are going to talk about. Massimo uh, Buffon again. Shout out Thank to our you. friend Massimo. Rich Dodgers guy. need to make a trade for a pitcher or bullpen arm. DMAC, do you think the Dodgers will pull a trade or two by the end of today or tomorrow? So that kind of gets what's next. I mean, they also need another reliever. I mean, a Grave and a Barlow. There's been rumors that they're interested in Singer. So I think they absolutely need another bullpen arm, too. I think Michael Grove's <laughs> a very interesting conversation because we know that once one of these guys – gets traded for you're going to bump that entire rotation back and who the guys get bumped back it's going to be the groves the pepios i think sheehan he'll end his season in triple a if he's not included in the deal right i mean hey he's from new york i'm going to stop you there so let's 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 actually dive into it and and expand on all of it so like you were saying cody good segue into that have the dodgers done enough at this point no could you say they've done enough? I mean, yeah, they did something to kind of improve on the margins, on the floor, maybe, as Dave says, ceiling raisers or whatever. But um, as of now, you've added four. Not, not a, None of them are the sexiest additions to the team, but they are intriguing additions for sure. Um, let's let's focus, uh, continue focusing on that starting rotation because we know, again, six uh, an era over six in the month of july that is a problem uh we don't know how good kershaw is going to be back uh, when he comes back is going to be when he comes back from being away from a month we don't know if julio is going to figure it out we don't know if tony's going to kind of saddle back in and we also don't know if he's going to ever figure it out in the postseason because he has an era around nine as a postseason pitcher but lance lynn is the big one to focus on that is a guy they have added to this team he is pitching on on tuesday um 
just give me more of your general thoughts. I know you've already t uh, talked a lot about it in different videos. If you guys didn't watch those yet, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Hit the bell, leave a like, comment on every video. It really helps us out a whole bunch. We are trying to get to 70,000 subscribers by uh, before your mom's birthday is actually when we're trying to do that. So talk to me about, uh, about Lynn and <laughs> Rude. That was solid. That was very rude. I don't want crickets from... DJ producer Cody. I'm hurt. No, um, go ahead, Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Lynn joining this rotation that will eventually also have Clayton Kershaw in it by uh, probably next week. Yeah, I think it really depends on how quick of a start he gets off to. I think that a good first two or three starts, I think that's definitely going to bode well if he can actually pull it off. Because, look, let's not forget, this is a guy who had a 16-strikeout game early in the year in a game that he lost. The defense in Chicago has been bad. Can he... <laughs> have better results Vibes with the bad. Dodgers. If you look at the ERA and the fifth disparity, that definitely points to him having some positive regression to the mean. I, I think, this is my prediction with Lance Lynn. I think the Dodgers fans are going to fall in love with Lance Lynn. I think it's going to happen early. I think you're going to see hashtag fear the beard. I think you're going to have people out there loving the way he goes out there and competes because he's a fun guy to watch pitch. And really his issue has been keeping the ball in the yard. This year, this is kind of ugly. I want to bleep this out. I mean, he literally leads the league. 28 home runs. Planet. It's how much he's served up. He so if you keep the ball in the yard. I think you'll see him adjust his pitch mix a little bit. But look, 119 and two-thirds innings. That is what I'm looking at. I think he's going to be a better version of what they currently have. I think he's going to be a better version of Tony Gonsolin. And no, he's not Thor with a beard. He's not Syndergaard <laughs> with a beard, okay? This guy's strikeout numbers are up. This guy's velocity is closer to where it was when he was at his best and having his best year. So I'm definitely excited about Lance Lynn. I think that fans are going to really like him. And I think, too, Joe Kelly, on top of that, is going to be really successful. But it's going to be all for naught if they don't get another guy. I think you brought up a great point a couple seconds ago. Yeah, we hope Clayton Kershaw is going to come back. What happened in 2021, though? We hope that Hulu Reese is going to come back. What also happened in 2021 when he ran out of gas mm -hmm. in the NLCS? I don't like how he was used. I'm not going to get in the weeds with that. Taking him out of the bullpen, I felt, was a desperate move by Dave Roberts. But you can't even bank on the current guys they have and guarantee that they're going to have success. So that's why you need multiple pitchers. That's why you need multiple starters to give yourself a contingency plan. But the, to the question earlier, are the Dodgers going to make another move? They better. Or else, what was the point of this, all these little nibbling of the last <laughs> month, right? Yeah. I mean, look, if you're going to make the move for Kike and Rosario and Lynn and Kelly, you better get the big move. The, this feels like Christmas. You're opening up the PS5 games. You see Crash Bandicoot. I don't know what games they have now. All the accessories, <laughs> the controllers. And at the end, there's no PS5, right? Yeah, they got yeah. the accessories that's, now. They need the PS5. Good. They need Verlander. They need C's. They need the big splash trade. They need the break the Twitter internet. They need the trade where it's the Dodgers envy and everyone's just mad. Like the It's the Breaking yeah. Bad to Jesse Pinkman. How do they keep getting away with this? Yeah. We need another move like that because or else this all made no sense to me. Like you point out earlier too when you consider the roster this is not a lance dance uh, a last dance team this is the prom senior year they get one crack at it with this group and they better go all in but yeah i think that we're gonna have a pretty much dedicate a whole 20 30 minutes on another show about how good this braves team is because i thought that was a fantastic point is this is not your typical national league the braves are a juggernaut that offense is absolutely lethal so if you want to beat that braves team you better load up or it's going to be a very long and cold winter in los angeles yeah yeah ronald acuna figured out how to edit player mode and he switched everything <laughs> to 105 this year for sure so uh that's a problem and that's a guy who who starts the lineup really quick and hey guess what they did a good job dodgers did a good job in replacing Corey seager 
the Braves did a pretty damn good job in replacing Freddie Freeman at different points. But uh, we're focusing on the Dodgers. We're focusing on the now. We're focusing on the reality uh, that maybe they don't bring in a Justin Verlander. Maybe there isn't a move. And maybe the move is only Lance Lynn. So you have five guys in the rotation right now before Lynn makes his Dodgers debut on Tuesday. There is going to be an odd man out. Um, we've seen... Uh, Dave kind of alluded to the fact it's going to be Michael Grove, and most likely he's going to be somebody who's in the bullpen. We've seen Mikey Grove work out. Hey, I remember his name so well now that I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm calling him Mikey. That tells you a lot. We've seen Grover, um, beautiful singing voice, by the way. He was he was singing to me in, uh, in spring training. I digress. <laughs> We've seen him do well out of the bullpen. He is not a four or five inning pitcher. He is a one, two, three inning burst guy that can give you some nasty he could throw he could reach 98 with that fastball and that's intriguing that is another way where you do potentially improve oh by the way i have to thank the los angeles dodgers so much for dfaing phil bickford i've been asking for this for two years i've been screaming for it this year bickford nice dude he tried his best but he was the worst he was the weakest link in this bullpen and what have we been talking about find the way to make that small change if you're able to sup supplement a bickford for a joe kelly that's a big win because he moves up in in the uh you know or somebody else moves down the rung in in your ladder with, with kike again better than yanni hernandez so to see that kind of move that's big if you have grove Maybe that's better. I know a lot of people are high on, on Yancy Almonte. I still don't think he's a postseason pitcher. Maybe Grove could be that guy. He's got some nasty out of the bullpen. And, you know, all the credit in the world to Yancy Sweeper. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. not as sold on it. But who's the odd man out in that situation? You have, uh, you have Miller. You have Sheehan. You have Grove in the rotation right now. You have uh, Tony Gonsolin, who has struggled for the better part of the last two months. And you have to find a way to pl not plug in not only Lance Lynn, but hopefully Kershaw by next week. Yeah, Tony Gonsolin has not looked like the same guy since he went on the IL last year. When he returned for the postseason, he yeah, just did thanks. not look good. I mean, when he went on the IL, he was leading the National League in ELRA. We have not seen that Tony Gonsolin. You mentioned that bullpen, some of the questions they have, and who are the names that can help them? You mentioned Phil Bigford, who, yeah, I mean, he was out of options. His time was up. That ERA was higher than Spicoli and fast times at Ridgemont High. We know that he was going to be done for. But Michael Grove, I do think, has a lot of upside. For him, the issue is too much hard contact. I mean, anytime the opponents get the bat on the ball, it's hard contact. Yeah. So he's leaving stuff out over the plate. He has found some success with that cutter against lefties, 12-6 curveball. Talking about a fastball, they can hit 98. So he's an interesting name. I think ideally you bring in another reliever that's a true reliever that's not trying to learn that role on the fly. He point. did have some success, Grove, a few weeks ago coming out of the pen. He talked about how different it was, the adrenaline of it, just running yeah. out to a walkout song. Quickly. You got to yeah. just snap into it. I think long term, that's where he ends up. This year, I mean, come on, Clint. What's game seven? I mean, it's a tight game. You see run out Michael Grove in a big spot. I'm not so sure that he's built for that this year. I think ultimately he will, has a chance to, but I think ultimately you want to add another guy as far as the rotation as a whole. Bobby Miller still, the way he's pitching right now, he's been grinding, right? And he's been pitching well enough to be included in that group. And I think the big question is, I mean, do you consider maybe a six-man rotation for a few weeks, the way it's kind of really lined up? Idea. I mean, you could probably go that route as well. Grove, you could piggyback a little bit if Gonsolin's being and not turning it around. So there are some options, but really it starts at the front. You move everyone back, and you hope that the guys they do have, they return to form. They pitch to their capabilities. Yeah, I mean, the more we talk it out, the more it just screams. They, they need to find a way to pull Justin Verlander uh, to L.A. in the next uh, however many hours. I think Ben Verlander would react. 
Oh, he's your best friend, man. Yeah. You guys, uh, Pros, Kate Upton, cons, Ben Verlander. No, we're going to... I think I think. Look, what I will say when we talk to Ben Verlander, when we talk to Ben Verlander, oh, this, this guy, is we. That's you, man. He does love the I game. I only shot you guys. He does love the game. I yeah, thought. Yeah. I mean, I usually I'm the one that the person's like, you know, looking over their shoulder, like hey, I gotta go, man. You're talking to me too much, hey, man. I gotta bounce. I gotta be somewhere. Looking at their watch. This guy would not stop talking. Dodger baseball, Shohei Otani. So we'll give yeah. him that. He does love the game. No, I will yeah. say that he's he's a baseball guy for sure. And you know what? Let's. He works for Fox Sports. You know, like he has to find a way to piss people off with the things he says online. Like that's True. not the real guy he probably is. He knows what he's doing. And when they say any publicity is good, people are talking about you for dumb takes. And I will say too, I did we actually got in a back Clint, we actually got in a back and forth a few years ago about Verlander and I photoshopped Ben Verlander holding a Astros trash can yeah, instead yeah, of the trophy. Yeah. Already went back and I deleted that tweet in the event that we do trade for Justin Verlander. So I'm already doing a scrub <laughs> in the hopes that Verlander comes to the Dodgers. So, yeah, I know people already screenshot it, but I'm getting ready. Yeah, what do they say? You know, nothing lasts forever on the Internet. Isn't that what they say, Cody? <laughs> yeah, exactly, I, right? I'm pretty sure that's what the... I also know that they say if you want the dub, oh, you've, you've got, got to a slug. slug. We yeah. haven't said that all show, so I had, to, that. I had to put it in there. Yeah, yeah, Anything going it. on at the chat so far? How are people feeling about the, uh, the starting rotation, Cody? I guess they're feeling super... Give them some love. They're paying you to dance. Listen, if you're if you're taking shoeies off the table, you have to dance. I really also oh. a lot of people want you to do that shoe. Sh I have no socks on, guys. No I'm wearing socks. these Jordans. I, I, I can't sweaty. confirm this. Francisco Diaz uh, <laughs> for nine ninety nine. Why did he come in with those socks? I don't <laughs> Ken Rosenthal just reported the Dodgers are still on on Verlander, but Verlander's relationship with Jim Crane can be the difference. Besides Cease, where else could the Dodgers look into? Okay, I wanted to talk about that earlier, real quick. I think the the um, the Astros thing that's the that's them throwing in a mystery team. That's one hundred percent somebody on the Mets side being like so they can squeeze one more prospect out of the Dodgers. So. Uh, it's all games and shit. I feel yeah. I feel less uh, less into believing that the Astros are as heavily involved. But hey, he has the power. He awesome. holds the power. He has the no trade clause. If he we wants have to be the power, <laughs> he has the power. If he wants to be back in Houston. It's like, it's like, and there's mutual Ring? interest there, I then I think that's going to be a tough putt for the Dodgers to try to overcome the lore, the magnetism of going back to the Astros. That's going to be difficult. But still, I think if you look at the Astros farm system compared to the Dodgers farm system, if you look at the needs of the Mets, they need starting pitching. Okay, They need relief pitching. They need to replenish that what really has not really been a very healthy farm system for years. The Dodgers got the goods. Like I always say, Cheesecake Factory menu, right? They have everything you want. Like starting says. pitching, reliever, <laughs> position players so the Dodgers definitely have that on their side and also too I truly believe in my heart of hearts that it won't be a money issue for this Dodgers team because no. of like I said what we talked about earlier the fact they did offer him 80 million dollars in the offseason knowing that he would still be under contract for one more year even after they signed Shohei Otani so I don't want to go this direction but is this the indication that the Dodgers aren't too confident in Otani I will say that you really shouldn't because no team should be confident because really he's kept everything so close to the vest so I think there's that but as far as the answer to the question, where they go from there, there's not that many options, man. I mean, starting pitchers, they don't grow on trees. You got to go out and pay up big if you want to get them. I feel like we're not getting, man, are we going to get anyone, man? I'm going to be pretty sad if we don't. Let's <laughs> <laughs> quickly turn into therapy for this man over here. Mike, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Lerma for $5 says, when you guys wake up tomorrow and check your phone for an update, would you rather see Verlander to the Dodgers or Bueller gets a rehab start date? First, I ain't sleeping. Ooh. I ain't sleeping, yeah. so okay. there's that. Ooh, I right. kind of like that. I mean, I would honestly <laughs> like to see Verlander to the Dodgers instead, but 
that also I assume we're going to see Bueller, you know, rehab start date coming up soon enough. And then exactly. Angel Villalobos said, "Are they still giving away the Miguel Vargas bobblehead?" Was that a thing, Doug? I don't know. You're the oh, you're the Miguel oof. Vargas. Wow. Yeah. Why are you guys gonna cut me deep? On that note, Francisco Diaz for nine ninety nine also said, "Also like Doug, I am a big believer in Vargas, <gasps> and also noticed Joe Kelly was rocking seventeen. Is yeah. there a chance that Vargas is used as trade bait? I'm hoping not, but you never know with this market. Look, if Miguel Vargas only has one fan, that is me." <laughs> If he has no fans, I'm no longer on this earth. Miguel Vargas is going to be just fine, whether it be with the Dodgers or another organization. He's actually turned it around. His swing looks better. Contact harder. Yeah. Not this Against year Against AAA pitching, bro. Hey, he's doing what he can. He's doing his best. That's all that matters right now. And then um, I think this is an interesting one. Favorite brand 67 for $5 said, okay, hear me out. How has nobody decided to trade Gonsolin yet? I know you guys just talked well, about he's it. Not, uh, he's not making himself the most tradable asset in the world. That would be my that would be what I would say is you don't want to trade him when you're offering at, when you're operating at a point of no leverage, of low leverage. You're not gonna want to yeah. trade guys and their value is lower. And also they signed him to that two year six point six five million dollar deal with the incentives <laughs> where he could earn over three million based on his performance. So yeah, I think that if they were gonna trade Tony Gonsolin, they should have already done it. Really. Yeah. It's it's also been tough sledding for Tony. Uh he is a man that lives on that that fork ball, that splitter. Facts. And uh it's been hot. It's been moist. It's been moist. It's been, people love that word. It's been muggy. That doesn't that ball doesn't slip off your fingers the way you're used to. It kind of sticks. You start to worry. You start to develop the blisters and things that go along with that. So you've seen you've seen him hooking that that uh, the fork ball a lot or the, the split finger, whatever he wants yeah. to call it. He's he's pulling it a lot more because he's trying to keep it in his grip because everything is moist <laughs> and it's it's hanging on to his middle finger a little bit more. So get yeah. him in the cooler months, maybe. But, you know. Things aren't cool anymore. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Also, too, on top of that, do you think that as far as uh, his trade, as far as his viability goes, I mean, teams out there, they know the toll that a split change takes on your arm. I mean, it's like yeah. ribs in a slow cooker. It's like your arms are like ribs in a slow cooker for a couple of days, right? I mean, do you really want to trade for a guy that you're fearing could have an arm injury? I mean, maybe that's in play as well. Well, do you also want to give $600 million to Shohei who lives on, well, they doesn't live on the splitter, but I, I'm not, we don't want to talk Shohei. That's dangerous. Shohei the way. Show me the Shohei. Show me the Shohei. In short, yes, I do. So I'm sure they've, they've. MH is going to pay for Shohei anyway. So we're going to throw it out there. If, if. The Dodgers acquire Justin Verlander. Tony Gonsolin, I believe, might go back in that trade. I, I was going to go in really hard on that take, and then I really backed. I stepped back off that ledge, my friend. <laughs> I think it could happen. I mean, I think that Mets definitely could be in order to get some big league ready talent. You get some guys that more the upside guys, the Hurts, that's at the Frassos, and then you kind of go with the Tony Gonson, a Pepio guys. You could kind of sell as, hey, you could plug them in and they could step into your rotation. I could absolutely see that. I think Emmett Sheehan. I'm hoping that if they're gonna look at the centerpiece of that deal, you see the connections. He's from New York, goes back to the Mets, Boston College guys from that part of the world. Maybe he goes back there, and that's a part of the deal. So I'm definitely hoping that a deal gets done. The Astros are the one that scares me. Hey, I mean, look, the Astros, they could face the Astros. You also have to think about just kind of the, the fact that who are you going to face? I mean, you really want to face Justin Verlander and that Astros team in the World Series potentially. So you're also limiting what your opponent can get too. So that's another factor as well. But, yeah, they better get something done. I'm telling you, and no starting pitcher trade. If they don't make a significant trade for a starting pitcher before that deadline – 
the momentum I think that you built from bringing Kike back, from getting Rosario and Kelly and Lynn. It feels like this is the last piece of the puzzle, and I feel like that's almost why this team struggled this week. I mean, you looked at the fact they gave up 38 runs. They scored 3.3 runs per game. They go 2-4. and four. It's been a distraction. These guys don't know if they're staying or they're going. I think Max yeah. Muncy gave a big middle finger to people that wanted him traded for the week he's had, but I do think that... They need some stability, and after tomorrow, they'll know exactly what they're going to war with. So I think it'd be a very tough sell to this team to not make a move in the next day. When you consider the fact that the Dodgers have more prospect capital and resources than any team out there. So for yeah. them not to swing big and to see what the Angels are doing, look what the Angels are doing. Look what the Rangers are doing. Yeah. They're and, they're, be yeah, and the Angels are doing it with scraps. Jeez. That's passion right there, folks. Yeah. That's passion. Tony Stark built it in a cave with scraps. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. That's, them going out and getting grit exactly, chicken. That's exactly what. <laughs> what else you got for me, Cody, before we move on to the final topic? Um, I know you guys had it on the run of show, and some people are talking about Arenado. Do you guys want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, let's touch Arenado real quick. The, the Nolan Arenado uh, era is over before it even started. The uh, Cardinals GM John Mozeliak, however you say his name, has pulled or Arenado off of uh, off of the trade market. Makes sense. Uh, I think there was so much noise to it. It looked like it wasn't going to happen. The more people were talking about it, like I feel better about Verlander just going through the show here in Nightingale, here in here in Rosenthal. The guy you really got to wait for these days, though, is Hef Jeff Passan. He he's kind of become yep, the trade is. deadline like God. Like he knows what's going on when he speaks. Everybody says, "Let me listen." Let I'm me just live. I'll just say Let it with that. Live. But uh, Arenado won't be a Dodger yet. I don't know if he's going to be a Dodger by Christmas uh, <laughs> two years ago, but I think uh, I was talking to Noah about this before the show. Go follow him while you're at it, at Noah Cameras. Um, probably you two, or maybe it was, I don't know who that was talking to, but this feels like uh, this feels like the 2023-2024 version of the Mookie Betts deal. What happened? The Dodgers were kicking the tires. They were trying to figure out a Mookie Betts trade during the summer, during the trade deadline of 2019. They couldn't figure it out but they had the groundwork they had the pieces in place to go and make that trade happen in february 2020 before the world ended nolan arenado not an in-season trade player that is an off-season move so it's dead now but it is not dead in the water to me do you have any other thoughts on uh, all of the nolan yeah, I think that's a great point. I think Mookie, when they made that trade, he still had one more year of team control. And typically when it's really high-profile stars, even if it's just one year of team control, it's most likely going to happen in the offseason. Arenado is a different story because you're talking about potentially four and a half years of team control at a great contract. If the Dodgers were able to include a Chris Taylor, take off $26 million of the of that off the books, you could have gotten Arenado for under $100 million. That would have been a fantastic deal. But I think a couple things were in play. I think that the Dodgers were absolutely happy conversations i think john mosliak the cardinals president of baseball operations he knows what they need he knows the dodgers have prospects that they'd be willing to part ways with for the right talent they need pitching they need pitching Bad. and Everybody they need it badly it. and yeah. also you could have done a flaherty a montgomery jordan hicks ends up getting traded right so yeah. they could have traded multiple players for the dodgers but at the end of the day were they willing to shake hands with the enemy were the birds on the bat willing to do a deal with dodger blue for <laughs> pretty much their best player right now, him and Goldschmidt. It just was unlikely at the end of the day. But I also think, too, that it got too public. 
I think you're talking about this Cardinals organization. They're more mom and pop, right? The Dodgers, they're coastal. They're big business. They're Hollywood, Yankees, Red Sox. The Cardinals have won like a big name marquee franchise, but the way they play it there, I don't think they like all this smoke in the public eye, the yeah. way it transpired, the optics of it, the fact that Nolan Arenado had to come out and say, yeah, no one's approached it, it me. It got embarrassing. It got embarrassing. Yeah. And I think that that played a role in it. I think when we see Andrew Free, like I said last week, Name one person on the planet that thought Trey Turner was going to be a Dodger. No one, right? A lot of Mookie Betts comes out of the heat of the night, right? He just comes out randomly. You, when Mookie Betts, when Andrew Freeman usually strikes, it's when you just never see it coming. Like I said, he only speaks when it's time to say checkmate, and that's usually the case with Freeman. So I think in that situation there, there was just too much smoke early on. But, man, it would have been nice to have Arenado and Dodger Blue. Yeah, not going to happen this year. I'm, I'm holding out some sort of hope for eventually down the road. It would be fun. But also, I, I, at the same time, Matt Chapman's going to be a free agent in the offseason. So, you know, a little money. Hey, don't walk Otani. Or don't pitch to Otani, right? Don't effing pitch to Otani. They walked him like 10 times after like that. Like the one guy who could yeah. hit. Uh, any final thoughts before we get the hell out of here? Uh, no, I just uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me. I had a great time <laughs> here. <laughs> this, had is a like, blast. this is like your, your 60th show. Really? I don't 60? know. I don't know where That's, we're at. Oh. Time has no meaning. <laughs> I think he's like, at. He's close to 50. He's actually 50 close to shows. 50 shows. From nice. what I remember. The big 5-0. Oh, Mookie like Betts. Closer, he's closer to 60, actually. Number one in he's my heart. Hey, no, but this is exciting, man. I mean, you guys number, know you guys are going to be Number one in my heart. Number this one. is a <laughs> F5 season or wherever you push the refresh, the F5. You pr- it's F5 season. Yeah. You're looking your at your right, phone. You just go on tweet deck and kills it completely. Tweet deck, MLB trade rumors. <laughs> Do not leave the house. Or Stay go to DodgersNation.com. Exactly. God, like. Cancel all appointments. Plug. Oh, go to DodgerNation.com, <laughs> DodgerNation Twitter, Instagram, for all of our socials because we are going to be going live tomorrow. <laughs> yes, sir. Trade deadline special tomorrow from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. <laughs> no, no, all no, day no, bottomless no, blue no, heaven. That is what? not true. That is a 70-hour show. We're not doing not that. Exciting. We can't. We can't afford to do that. We got to write some things. <laughs> Where are we pointing at? Oh, who are you pointing at? <laughs> oh. yeah, Cody, you have something else for me, Chief? Why not end it off on a super chat? <laughs> What the hell? J-Dog uh, for one night, and I said, D-Mac Bueller will be our pitcher coming out in the ninth. And then Angel Villalobos said, should they make the bobblehead just James Altman? It's kind of a late switch. I think they should still give away the Vargas one in hopes. Doug will buy all of them, guys. Exactly. If you guys exactly. uh, get if the Miguel Vargas, uh, put it up on eBay, and Doug will buy all Lance of them. Lance Lynn bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. They're, those are going to be like the Tommy Lasorda ones that disappeared a couple of years ago. Yeah, just saying. Exactly, guys, sure. uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. Love you so damn much for the super chats. Find us. Um, I mean, find us here tomorrow. We're going to be talking all through the deadline. But also find us on the internet, DodgersNation.com. Follow our partners, InsideTheDodgers.com. Hey, if you want to have us in your uh, email box every morning, go to DodgersNation.com slash subscribe. Sign up for our newsletter. Uh, there's a podcast version of this. It is on all of the spots where your podcasts live for free. So go there. Just search Blue Heaven Podcast. We live there. The best way you could support us outside of Super Chats here is YouTube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Hit the bell. When you subscribe, leave a like. Comment on every video Doug has ever done, and you're going to take a whole long time because I'm pretty sure we just passed 3,000 video uploads on YouTube or something like that. So there's a lot of content coming at you live from Doug McCain. I am RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. That is DMAC underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. You got to follow him. Must follow as that guy. Also go follow KXDY underscore Lou on the Twitter. Appreciate that, RealFRG.
Noah loves it when I say follow at Noah camera. So go do that. Follow everybody. We're following you home in our hearts or something like that. Dod- at Dodgers Nation, Twitter, Instagram, uh, 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 TikTok, uh, threads, all of them. Okay, bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 